Well, hello. We're early. I'm going to record my Monday on a Sunday and throw it up. Um, with my life rotation and things going on, um, I was recording every second Monday on my old laptop. And at some point, um, winter's here. I guess I'll start with that. Um, winters here get incredibly dry. There's zero humidity. And I had originally bought a laptop for this podcast and it was going great. And that's what I used for the first, hmm, year and a half, two years. I'm not even sure. And so what happened is it was middle of winter, incredibly dry and my place is carpeted, and so shuffle, shuffle, I went to touch my pure podcasting laptop, and I zapped it. And I don't know if it's ever shown in episodes since then, but any, like, any connection, the soundboard would crackle, or sound would crackle, um, and I don't know if I had fried something to do with the sound, I don't know if I fried one of the USB imports, but now, every once in a while, it just starts to crackle and loses connection. And I think that's reflected in a few of the um, podcasts that I've done in the past where I have to kind of panic and try and um, disconnect, reconnect, and hope that it doesn't sound garbled. So I'm pretty sure there's some stuff in the past where it kind of goes garbly and I have to quickly whip out the old fire extinguisher and (laughs) try and troubleshoot it on the fly. And so I think... I have a good computer, a really good gaming one. That's what I'm on now, and it runs everything perfectly fine. And so I've tried to fight with keeping Mondays my thing, and it's just, it's not happening because that podcasting laptop is now almost three years old and crappy and cluttered, and I've fried it with carpet static in the middle of winter once. So, yeah. Long story short, <laughs> so I'm going to record this now and throw it up. Um, I might pre-record and throw it on Mondays just so that it's an every seven day thing, but realistically, what what's the difference? I might just throw it up and then go Sunday, Monday, and so that's pretty much a week, and then on my downtime weeks, I might start throwing up something on Wednesday, Thursday depending. I got to figure it out. Um, I really, really had fun with the two of the last three that I did where I had guests. So it's Thanksgiving weekend. So yay. It's just being by myself. Um, But I'm just going to start throwing out invites and then compressing it down to keeping it to an hour. If it goes longer, it goes longer. But Uh, I don't know if me babbling for three to five hours with somebody scared people off, maybe, if they went to look at the podcast and they're wondering what the heck's going on. I don't want to talk with this guy for that long, and especially now on um, whether it's through Skype or Discord, depending on what it is. Um, You're not face-to-face, so that's probably pretty tedious just to sit with a microphone with somebody and let it fly, so... I'm super, super happy with the last two that I did with people. Um, Not to say that I hate this. Uh, I can always think of shit to talk about. And so let's go. 
Uh, I, looking at my dashboard, I'm at 2,597 downloads or plays, I guess they call it. So we are closing around 2,600. So that's super exciting. Like I said, uh, the last three months, I've averaged over 100 plays. And so I've never done that in the entirety of doing this. And it's approaching three years. But my old format, I would just come and go with people and do the long format so it could go months uh, with me finding someone to bring into my house and record with and I'm finding success with this keeping at it and weekly so that is motivating me to maybe slide in another one when I'm kind of on my own on that solo week so uh, we'll see I'll throw this up on a Sunday see how if that impacts the numbers at all and then just kind of fly from there and see how things go because lockdown continues. It looks like Ontario is out of control. Uh, I thought Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, one of the maritime uh, provinces had um, another day that was like a record high for the first time and not record high, but I think it was their biggest spike in two to three months. So I am sitting and waiting and hoping that Week two, or not week two, wave two does not happen. I don't want a wave two. Um, I want shit to go back to norm. I had a, and it, it's purely selfish. And I think that everyone for their mental health, it might be better if we can just get back to something. I think anyone that is any form of an extrovert may be suffering, uh, including myself. A lot of my coworkers didn't come back to work and, uh, it kind of sucks. It's a lot of the group that I'm used to spending my time with and chit-chatting with. And so, not to say there are just no one in my office, but my normal core that's kind of my age and nerdy and stuff, they're mostly gone, which sucks. And so, I crave more socialization. Maybe that's why I started up this weekly babble in the first place. And so... I know I had to cancel, like I've talked before, I kind of had my list of six to eight things I wanted to rattle off this year, and it feels good, like, I've been running, Uh, (laughs) I tried to do 5k every day, and of course, I tweaked something in one of my calves again, and I guess runners have huge calf problems, and it's funny because I even rolled my calf out on the foam thing and thought I was going to be good to go. And now it pulled something even closer into the Achilles. So I just got to realize I'm approaching 50 and go at it slow. And maybe every second day is the thing. And maybe I have to reinstitute yoga into my routine. Maybe that'll help my calves. Um, A little more stretching, like stuff like down dog and a few of those other positions that kind of anything that because I feel like it's the calves like the hamstrings haven't been a problem knock on wood and so I think I need to find something so maybe I'll reintroduce yoga back into my life I had used DDP yoga for quite a while I'm a huge fan of it I like his style of it that keeps it kind of strength training and kind of calisthenics and yoga like all three in one and I found that to be a very uh, beneficial program seven years to kind of help myself recoup after I had made my little fling with professional wrestling and was hurting myself on a monthly basis so maybe that I just it sucks that this year my first goat running I pulled something 
And now my first kind of push to go back to back, I tweak something again in the other leg. So I'm going to keep going, just keeping in the back of my mind that uh, stretching and preparation will almost be more time in my day than the actual exercise. I think I stretch and get ready for like 15 minutes to run for 30. So it may overtake that. That or just, yeah, alternate the yoga in there or some way more... Uh, specific stretching routine for runners I'll have to do some looking other than that um, basketball was submarined and torched and it's left for dead until society opens up I'm not gonna even look at it again until things are considered normal Um, I think all leagues here have been on shutdown my one friend had brought up a three-on-three league but I don't know how comfortable I am with that yet until stuff gets kind of sorted out even here two schools in the city have been shut down because of um, positive cases so it's closer than you think Um, I live in a pretty remote uh, province but still cases happen and I don't want people getting overconfident or feeling we're bulletproof here and then relaxing Uh, even the grocery store by my house has gone to a 100% mask program and I have zero problem with that I carry a few around with me all the time just to be ready and good to go so why not so yeah the sports is kind of torched but on a positive note uh, I'm going full swinging into comedy I think I'd brought this up at least once or twice and one of the venues that I feel I might do better at because it's an older crowd. It's weird. I'm stereotyping the crowds already and I haven't even done this. Who knows? Um, I don't want to have to deal with, I don't know, younger offended crowds, but that may not be younger. Who knows what demographics actually offended by comedy, which is kind of the ridiculous notion and something I was just looking into before I came on here. I didn't realize that Bill Burr was the host for Saturday Night Live and he's he's pretty notorious for just he hasn't changed his shtick if he wants to call you out for something he calls you out for something and he's put his sights right on woke culture and so even in his opening monologue he kind of zoomed in on people who refuse to wear masks and pretty much said like you know what go nuts there's too many people on this planet so go kill each other off, right? Like, it's pretty rude, but that's what you expect of comedy, right? And so, and then his next bit kind of zoomed in on white women and how they're kind of overtaking a lot of this woke social justice kind of causes. And I thought he was hilarious. I always think Bill Burr's hilarious. Um, But of course, the almighty Twitter went right after him, right after the show, And so it's, I don't know, it brings up this whole thing. And that's why I am kind of trepidatious going into comedy because I am a man who's approaching 50 and shit that was funny to me. I was raised on like your Eddie Murphy's and uh, your Sam Kinison's and just uh, Andrew Dice Clay, like the, the old school staples were they held no punches or even George Carlin who's probably still my favorite and his is more of a um, introspective kind of make you think 
with political and social relevance stuff in there, but he would spin it to make it entertaining. And I feel like a lot of stuff that those people do is just dead in the water now, and you almost have to take baby steps. And so I'm super curious about the role of comedy in society now, especially since the people I like to watch that are still active are your Bill Burrs, your Joe Rogans, um, pretty much the people he hangs out with. They don't cater to this whole uh, walking on eggshells notion that's in society now. And so I'm brand new to this. I'm going to dive into it in less than a month here. And so it makes you think, and like, what is the role of a comedian now? Like, are the gloves off? Do they get to... Because they're poking fun at things. They're not serious. They're making fun of the situation. And so are at what point are you allowed to be offended at them? Or are you even like why are you going to a comedy show if you're going to get offended or if that's your mind frame? Why are you watching Saturday Night Live if you are easily offended? And especially why are you watching one hosted by Bill Burr, who has a track record of giving zero fucks, right? So, and I think this, it makes me wonder. And so it's weird. It's one of those things that I'm super excited to feel out and kind of learn as I kind of stick my head into this rabbit hole that is stand-up comedy and just open mic nights. And from day to day, you might get a different crowd and different people. There might be people in the building that didn't know there was comedy and they won't be receptive to your shit. And just... It's super intriguing to me, and it's funny that over this last time, while I've been learning to run and doing all my other stuff, uh, the comedy's popped in my head more than anything, which kind of surprises me, because at the original beginning of the spring, is that when the Michael Jordan documentary came out? That kind of was overwhelming my brain and this motivation to get into shape and get back at basketball, but now as the summer's progressed my mind has been slowly kind of overrun by the notion of stand-up and just the fact that I think I'd be good at it and I need to know. So let's go. Let's do it. Um, First Saturday in November is the go. I've been telling people about it. I've canceled my normal Saturday plans for when I'm on my own. So no backing out. It's time to go. And so, yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm curious. I don't know if small town Canada comedy <laughs> will catch the wrath of the woke people or not. Or just what what level in demographically and like in what areas of the world are people offended? So who knows? It's something that I'm super curious about. And it's, I think it's going to be fun. I got to sit down. I got to type it out. I've been procrastinating on that. Um, mine has some stuff that's actual hap- actually happened in history that I need to blend into my routine. So I actually need to get some names and dates um, down on paper and start memorizing them because I want to take, it's almost like the George Carlin thing. I want to take something that's like a slice of reality or something that happened in time that I think is hilarious 
and that is also socially relevant to today and just kind of blend it all together and see if what I think is hilarious is also hilarious to everyone else in the room. And so, yeah, some memorizing, some writing, some repetition. I might, I'm not sure how others do it, but I'm going to try it my way. I've listened to a lot of really good clips where I love when Joe Rogan has other comedians on and they talk about what works for them, um, times they've bombed, what they like to do for their lead up to it. And then they also speak to the failures and what they have learned in their own failure and what they've seen other people do that leads to their failures, whether it's not preparing, being lazy, or just assuming that you're funny and you can walk up there and let it fly. And even here, just watching some of the local people who just walk up and let shit fly, I've seen good and bad of it already. So I kind of have an idea how well prepared I want to be and what I want to do going forward. Like I said, I have uh, a giant um, section in my notepad app in my phone that's just full of if I think something's funny while I'm walking down the street, I put it in there. I revisit it later. If I th- if I think it looked kind of funny or was like, right, I like that, I may turn it into something. So I'm surprised at how many fleeting ideas that I've had. And I'm sure we all go through this is you get this idea and you, it doesn't have to be about like work or your hobbies, but you just get this seed of an idea and you're like I gotta remember that and you don't and then you spend time racking your brain going what was that great idea what did I think about and it's gone so yeah I have I I use that notepad app quite a bit I highly recommend it I know some have hooked the voice function up to it almost like those old school 80s mini recorders where you're like note to self November 1st right like it's just It's not a horrible idea to start writing things down. We have the technology on us 24-7 to self-improve and be better people and just make notes. Use your calendar. Use your notepad. um, Set an alarm. Just to get yourself more on track. It's all in this little computer that's in our hands. So I'm going to use it to uh, hopefully vault me into some better places. Um, other than that, holy shit, I've rambled a lot on comedy, but kind of, it's kind of funny because leading up to me making all these commitments and now just, I was catching up on the, all the Bill Burr fallout just in the last maybe 20, 30 minutes. And, um, yeah, it just, it makes me think, it makes me think about what I'm doing and if I'm making the right decisions and the right choices going forward. And I'm pretty confident I am. And so it just comes down to whether I bomb or not. So, um, what else? Uh, kind of a bummer. Eddie Van Halen died. That was the only other real thing I kind of had put down to talk about today. It really sucks. Uh, as I'm approaching 50, I remember, I can't remember when the first time I heard the saying that once you get to a certain point, all there is to life is death and taxes. And so... It sucks. It's just, I'm at that point where um, loss almost seems to override any of the positives in life. And it shows that you have to keep pushing and trying to find some things that bring you joy in life 
or just to keep moving and self-improving in some way because otherwise it can you can just get hit with hit with wave of um bad thing after bad thing and if that's what you let your life become <clears throat> i could see it becoming pretty daunting and overwhelming and so i am normally not one to kind of regale the lives of celebrities and whenever my news feed is about who's dating who or who had a baby or who's divorcing who or whatever the bs national Enquirer shit is now these days i avoid it um but when someone comes up that actually touched me or kind of not in that way um meant something to me whether i was growing up or not van halen is a band um with uh either roth or sammy hagar both I've owned albums from all of them, whether it was cassettes, um, CDs, or downloading or streaming or whatever. Um, they've come in and out of my life as a band that I frequent. I don't think there's any arguing that Eddie Van Halen may be one of the greatest, if not the greatest, rock guitarist of that genre, the late 70s, early 80s, um, even into the 90s, I think. Um, yeah, it's huge career i know he battled with um addiction i think he had a 2004 reunion tour with sammy hagar and it got to the point where they wouldn't talk to each other and they would just wait and then i think hagar said he would just hear the guitar fire up on stage and that's when he would go out he would sing and then he would leave and they would not talk to each other and so it it sucks it seemed just one of those celebrity lives that seemed to kind of have its ups and downs and um but I think at the end of the day just when you see some of the stuff of him when he's younger and just jumping around the fun he's having and just his guitar style and how uh infectious and original it is it it you can't deny that it made a place in history that people are going to talk about him forever and it's it's sad. And I know there was even talks of a reunion with the original four um, last summer, even. Yeah, 2019 stadium tour that would have invited uh, a lot of the big name bands that they went on to influence. So sad times. It sucks. It just seems like, like I said, it gets to a point where <laughs> it's my mom goes or at least when the newspaper came every day, she used to go through a routine of checking the old bits and she would joke that, I think it was her that was joking, like, just make sure that I'm not in here, right? And so, but it's, and I would always think that was such a morbid pastime to get up and actually seek out the obituary section of the newspaper. And I get it because at the time I would have been young and it's like, what the, there's, what do I care? There would be no one in there that would be relevant to me. And now, as I grow and get older, more and more of the news is about loss. And it sucks. So, um, that's it for Monday on a Sunday. Take care of yourselves and uh, have a happy Thanksgiving weekend if you're in the Canadas. <laughs> Bye.